This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Actions, reactions, and being better. One of the reasons I love writing historicals is to show that the heart of humanity has never changed. No matter whether you're talking about ancient Egyptians or modern Americans or anything in between, there are a few things that we will always seek out. Our dreams, our goals, our pleasures, family, love, and escape from the things we fear. But we think we've changed, evolved, graduated out of certain things. I wonder, though. I wonder if we have. We have had quite a couple years, haven't we? Gun violence, sexual impropriety, racial tensions and riots. There's been scandal in the Catholic Church. We had the Me Too movement. Even the Christian publishing industry was rumbling with harassment charges and other improprieties. And it all just makes my heart hurt. It hurts for the women who have suffered, for the men who were falsely accused but not given an innocent until proven guilty look from anyone again, Not just for the victims and families ripped apart by violence. Not even just for the church that keeps taking a pounding. I ache for humanity, who has still not learned that it's not enough to react. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. Weeks, months, at this point, years. I'm still not sure I can adequately put all my thoughts into words, but I have to try. I want to try so that you can add your words and thoughts and others can add theirs, and maybe at some point, eventually, someone will hit upon something that will actually allow for change. At any rate, here's what I keep coming back to. Reacting isn't enough. Treating the symptoms isn't enough. As long as this is all we do, we're going to keep on doing it forever because nothing is ever going to change. It isn't enough for women to say to men, you've hurt me. It isn't enough for others to say, you'll be punished. We have to first teach people what is sacred, to have respect. We have to change the heart, not just the actions. Both are required to achieve real change in society. Teaching first, enforcement second. The idea of sexual freedom, for instance, has led us so quickly to this. And I can't believe any arguments that tell me otherwise because I've heard them all and I don't think they hold up. A whole generation of women has systematically broadcast the message that sex isn't something sacred. Their bodies aren't something to be respected. And since it's just fun, why not indulge whenever you want? On their terms, of course. Only ever on their terms. But when something's offered more or less freely, free of consequences, free of entanglements, free of stigma, free of judgment... It's only one short step down to thinking it's something you don't even have to ask for, right? And from a society that thinks sex is something to be enjoyed whenever they please, it's only one short step down from thinking it's something they have a right to take whenever they please. And from there, one more step down to thinking they should take it whenever they please from whomever they please. Should they? Do they? Well, no, but that's the message the people of this age have received. Why? Because that's what they've been taught. We've gone from tolerating to accepting to applauding sexual promiscuity in both men and women. We fantasize about it and champion it. And then we're outraged when it's abused and misused. 
Yes, the abuse and misuse is terrible. I hate it. But just reacting with outrage is never going to change it. Let's turn for a second to the church. Do you know what was in the headlines the week before 9-11? Sexual scandal. And that certainly wasn't the first time it hit the news. This has obviously been around for a long, long time. Why? Well, because instead of being dealt with, the accused priests are just moved somewhere else and the hierarchy accuses the media of sensationalizing and attacking. There are people who have admitted that they became priests so that they could prey on people with no consequences, knowing if they were caught and accused, they'd simply be moved elsewhere. I'm sure those cases are very few, but the fact that they exist at all points to a major flaw in the system that the church doesn't seem inclined to correct. And this is not just in the Catholic Church. How many times have we heard these same scandals repeated in youth group leaders or pastors in Protestant churches? It's everywhere. How, though, do we fix it? That's the question, right? How to teach people to respect each other? How do we teach people that some things are sacred? How do we make them actually change? This always seemed like a really hard question to answer until I read a couple books by Bob Goff, Love Does and Everybody Always. He presented an answer to this very question that is both ridiculously simple and ridiculously hard. Love them. At the end of his second book, Mr. Goff talks about witch doctors in Uganda. These are people who have been hated and feared since the dawn of time, so feared that even the justice system never dared to arrest and accuse and try them. Until finally they did, and justice finally began to move. But that wasn't enough, because it only reacted to the problem. It treated the symptoms. It didn't cure the disease. So they started educating the witch doctors. They started loving them. They started telling them that God loved them. And you know what? Now the people who were once sacrificing children are saving them. This is the power of love. This is how real change is made. We teach people to respect life, to respect each other, to love each other. We show them the better way, and then we punish those who abuse it quickly and effectively. We demand of each other that we be better. When the Me Too movement first started, I joked with my best friend that we needed a hashtag stop being a schmuck or maybe hashtag be better. The first one was just me being silly, but the second one really stuck with me. If that's something we desire, it's achievable. First, though, we have to inspire the desire. Let's love each other. Let's love the monsters as well as the victims, because it's those who deserve it least who end up valuing it most. Those forgiven much will love much, right? Let's teach each other that love comes first and that where there is love, there is respect. There is sanctity. And where there is love, respect, and sanctity, there is the good. We can't just keep reacting. We have to be better. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.